Okay, uh, I, I want to hear your theory. So you're saying, all right, so what was wrong with the open relationship? With that her? I assumed that she'd be okay with everything. And I was like, sometimes too open. And I'm like, all right, like now I'm not really treating you. I, I would look back at like, yeah, you're my girlfriend. Like I could have been more like sensitive to how. What? Sneeko. What? I could have been more sensitive? Excuse me? Okay, there's a lot of red flags here. Sneeko was in an open relationship, first of all. And sensitive. No, 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 no. Okay, we, we need to hear more. I'll, what, like, what were you doing specifically? Like, you f- somebody, you told her, like, I'm f- somebody tonight? No, 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 no. I, I wouldn't, I would never say anything, bro. I'm not dumb. Like, I'm not going to intentionally make her feel bad. But, like, if we would go out together in, like, Puerto Rico or we went to Mexico with John and Waleed. And, yeah, like, what? If, uh, no. Yeah, she was there. Like, they, and <laughs> if we're in a club or something like that, like, sometimes I'd, like, give other, I would, like, hang out with other girls, like, Dan, and it's, she doesn't feel as special when I, when I did that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll say. Uh, I mean, if you're doing that, you're not in a relationship. Why would you say you're in a relationship with a girl and then act like that? Then she's not in, you're not in a relationship with a girl. Like, what are you, what are you doing? Like, either you are in a relationship or you aren't. If you aren't, then be a single guy. If you are, then, like, that's not the way to have multiple girls, Sneeko. Leave the girl at home and then do that stuff. Like, you can't blatantly do it in front of your, in front of a face, even if that is what you're doing. Because then you hurt the girl's pride, and then if you hurt the girl's pride, then she's going to try to sabotage you, Sneeko. You know what I'm saying? Like, she wants, she wants, she wants it to be open, but not in In front front of her. her. Yes. Yeah. She was all, she was down with in front of her stuff too, but sometimes I would, like, she said, you're going too far, Tyson. Okay. And I I see that. Okay. What do you mean you ODing? I'm like, I'm like, ah, I got over there. Anything goes. But like, at the same time, it's still your girl. Yeah. You know? I see what so, you're saying. Then it's not anything goes. <laughs> anyway, this is ridiculous. Yeah. So you got to You got to be careful with that. I see. I do you, do you think, bad. do you think some of the boundaries could have been communicated a little bit better to prevent her feeling a bit insecure about the open relationship? No, we, we definitely did it. So much communicating yeah, like, about it. It's so, so fucking much. It was, it was a lot of Especially work. Especially after the last problem. Yeah, bro. Communication is not the key to a healthy relationship. Hello and welcome to Helios blog. My name is Helios here for another reaction video. If you're new to the channel, like in the content, hit the sub, hit all for notifications. If you'd like to support me, I do have a Patreon with exclusive content. Patreon.com slash the Helios blog. It's, it's for the stuff that YouTube doesn't let me post, guys. So if you're interested in that, that's where it is. Again, Patreon.com slash the Helios blog. Uh, you could also drop me a donation like Tom M. Uh, okay. Let's let's listen to this train wreck. Oh, like we, that was like, that relationship lasted a year and we were, we were like, I probably gave her like a third of my time for a year. It was What? Yeah, I see what the problem is. Why would you ever give a girl a third of your time? Like you don't, you have more important things to do. Maximo, like no man, what are you doing? You have more important things to do than give a girl a third of your time. That's crazy. So much work. To that relationship? Oh, that relate it was a lot. Bro, bro. you gotta be single it for a minute. Real- yeah, I know. That yeah. that was the biggest wake up call. I was listening to like Mr. Beast on Joe Rogan. And like even think about like well, how I didn't watch that, yeah. How was it? You gotta watch it. It's just it, just seeing how like robotic he is. Like to be successful and to get to the top, like you can't have any emotional attachment to anything. Like oh, it, hey, it needs to be like Mr. Beast is literally in a relationship. If you wanna if you wanna succeed, you really think she's happy with how much time she gets? hundred percent not. Exactly. No, there's like, no way she's she, happy about it. You know, like you ever hang around a girl, like or you, you're around your girl and like you're working and she kind of like acts like you're cheating on her when you're working yes when you're yeah. giving her too much attention to your work yeah 
Yeah, like imagine like what he has to deal with for that. Like he's not, she's not completely satisfied. Okay, so here's the thing: the best relationships are the relationship where the girl knows that if she oversteps her boundaries, you will leave righteously, right? Uh, again, and like there's that famous adage, right? That the girl's never satisfied, right? Like if you're not giving her enough attention then, um, you know, like, if you give her attention, then she just wants more, and then she just wants more, and then she just wants more, and then she just wants more. It's not like, uh, X attention is enough, and I never want more of it. So you need to have firm boundaries about, you know, your work and etc. Um, because otherwise, you're not going to be successful. Again, people treat you the way you allow them to treat you. So if, like, if you do, if you're not comfortable giving that much time to the girl, you you say it, and you live it. And if she's not okay with that, then see ya. But, like, as long as that's communicated, in my opinion, is like... I know, but she's always going to be on your ass. She's always going to... And that's really bugs. If she's on you like that, she doesn't respect you. The girl... We're not out here in relationships where the girl is scolding us. Like, what? She doesn't get to tell you what you do with your time. She doesn't get to tell you what you do. Like... So what are you talking about? Like score, she's always on your on you. You're on her. Like, who's the leader of this relationship, Sneeko? What are you doing? Like, well, my girl's mad. I can't focus on anything else. I can't work. You know what I'm saying? What that means is that she has an emotional anchor in you that and she knows what button to press to, to get you to to focus your attention on her and not on yourself, which means you're weak. Sneaker, you, you can't let a person have an emotional hook on you. Like, if they try, you say, yeah, you want to you wanna mess around while I'm trying to work? Get out. There's no, like, I'm sorry, honey. Uh, let's, let's talk it out, honey. Uh, what do you need, honey, to be happy so I can work? No. Sne- Sneaker is just saying that his girl had the frame of this relationship. That's what he's saying. And so I was like listening to that podcast and like seeing how you like totally on that girl uh, in the AMP video today. Like, oh, I would oh, never yeah. date you. Like, it would just not be worth my time. Like, because you're you're you a business that? minded person. I didn't yeah. say it like that. Like business minded. He did oh, say it like wow. that. But, he, but he's. Like, I've heard you say similar things. Similar things. Similar. What did you say then? What did you say then? Okay, it's so the there's the AMP video. Well, they're not going. It's not out yet. It probably won't be out for a couple of weeks. Knowing our editing team, but um, at the end of it, there was somebody that. Um, I was there with, mm. and we were supposed to flip a card to see like who she was with the most and who I was with out of everybody there. Mm-hmm. And uh, she had me, but I didn't have her. That's accurate. That's literally the best relationships are where the girl is chasing the guy. She's trying to convince you that you want to be with her. It can't be the other way around. So Sneeko has already admitted everything that he used to admit. His relationship is not one, or, the, you know, this ex-relationship is not one where he was the, in control of the frame. He was not control. Like, when I say frame, I mean, whose reality were they living in? Were they living in Sneeko's reality or in the girlfriend's reality? If she is able to annoy you, right, so that you can't work, that means that she knows that she can do that, which means you allow that. So, like, the correct response to such behavior is, no, I want to do what I want to do, and if you're not okay, get out. Like, or at least that has to be the attitude. It doesn't matter about, um, you don't necessarily have to say it, you just live it, right? There are bigger priorities than her fee fees, basically.
and I just explained to her that um, I, I didn't know how to say it in the nicest way possible. But I but in reality, when I, I can't tell people I'm busy, they they'll think it's their version of busy. No, I literally do 18 hour days every day for an entire month. And it's no problem for me. That's not an exaggeration. This is what I do. Mm-hmm. But she won't. She doesn't think that that's possible because that who does that? I'm fucking crazy enough to do that. But it is what it is. But I just said, like, in reality, like, I just don't think I'd take anybody out like here on a date outside of like this video here. And like she was cheese. I'm not gonna lie. She was highly upset about it. But <laughs> yeah, because time is money. So this guy, like, this is his decision, right? If he wants to work 18 hour weeks, uh, seven days a week for a month, most most girls like they need a bit more attention than that, right? But you know what he could do is work 18 hours a day, six days a week, and and take the seventh for for a girl, for example, and it'd be fine, right? Um, but again, that's up to the guy, right? It's totally the guy's prerogative if he wants to do that or not, right? He doesn't like that. That's fine with six hours of sleep. That's crazy, but you can do it. It's his prerogative what he wants to do. Um, and I think mainly because it was embarrassing, but right. So basically, the idea is he said you're basically just like a friends with benefits for me. Uh, you know, two hours on a on a Wednesday. And I'm working these 18-hour weeks and I would never date anyone because I don't have time. It's not worth my time. Like, okay, that's... Like, if you're in the grinding phase of your life, there it is, right? That's the decision that's been made. I see what you're saying. And we we talked about that before. Like, like what am I supposed to say? When you're in a... Um, I'm supposed to lie? Yeah. That was pretty harsh, you could. though. Yeah. I, I asked Kai what I should say. And I was like, Kai, I wasn't being rude. He's like, no, you wasn't being rude. We was just gassing That was harsh, it. right, Willie? No, that was him being honest. I just want to say he's, he's so busy that it took him five weeks to pay me. It takes mm. seconds. Bro, it's fine. Everybody else I know gets paid a monthly, bro. Look at this guy. Wants his yeah. weekly payments and shit like that. Five. He did say five weeks. That's five weeks. that's over a month. I know. I know. I was late. Yeah. <laughs> he got paid, bro. <laughs> anyway, um, but but I, I, I agree with because we've had that conversation like um with several people. Like I don't think that it's not most worth people. It. Yeah, most it's people not. wouldn't even want to live that lifestyle anyway to be with someone who's that oh, busy. Even though they're hyper successful, the level of commitment that they have to have to their craft. But it's but it's also like it's double dipping though, because it's like the fact that I'm this busy, the reality is I'm gonna be further along in my career as a result. And then you get to, you know, enjoy the benefits the fruits of, that. of the labor. That's exactly right. Um this is the concept of, you know, some girls, right? They they marry a rich guy and they divorce him because they say he's not paying me enough attention, right? And then they take the cash and prizes and the and the children and etc. Um, it's it's called being ungrateful, right? If a person is willing to put eighteen hour days, seven days a week, right? You knew going in the kind of guy you were committing to. Right? If you're not okay with that, why are you going into that relationship? Well, the only reason the girl's going into that relationship is for the cash and prizes, right? So it's not wise for a man like him to marry, for example. I mean, it's not wise for any man to marry, but especially for a guy like him. All right. Uh, here's an article by Rodo Tomasi Fear and Freedom. Okay, so uh, East Wind from the SoSwell Forum has come to the existential conflict of the bitter taste of the red pill. So after reading through the most prominent articles of Rolos, Royces, and some of Dalrocks, alongside this comment and this comment by Mark Minter, I reached a point of depression and giddiness at the same time. 
Their take on the female imperative, female behavior, marriage, relationships, and everything else rings so true to me, it's unbelievable. I find it impossible that any guy could read these posts, then go back outside and compare what he sees and what he's experienced and is experiencing to what he's read and not see the truth in it. Maybe the reason this understanding comes naturally to me is because I've seen and experienced enough uh, pain at the hands of fellow humans to know for damn certain a human being is capable of just about anything given the right circumstances. And maybe it's because I've dabbled in this game and manosphere stuff for near to 10 years now since I was 15. So I'm actually an example of someone who was, in a way, brought up with it. And I see the divorce rate and the CC riders and my friends who got knocked around by their girls and my colleague who announced he's going to be a daddy and he's so happy and isn't life full of miracles. Both methods of contraception they were using failed at the same time. What a coincidence. And he's an engineer who deals with fail rates, no less. So now he's going to be a daddy on a PhD salary because his girl will stay home. And what do you know? The baby's due two months after she's getting a degree. Another happy coincidence. And I'm starting to wake up, not from the dream of happy, equal relationships I'd forgotten that years ago, but from everything. And I realize the true red pill doesn't tell you as a man that women are testing you. It makes you see that everything and everyone in your life and society is grooming you to be a provider, to be someone who does work for other people's benefit, to give your money and life for a cause that's not your own. It's enough to seriously depress a man. This has been creeping up in the back of my head for some time now. Rollo and company just had the words to give it shape. That most of what we do is utterly pointless if we let go of trying to obtain women. Suddenly, nothing matters much anymore. I'm supposed to get a good education, a steady job, a comfortable apartment for what? Other people tell me it's so I can take care of a family. But now the only reason to do so is for my security and convenience. I find myself planning out my life without a woman, with a comfortable minimum of expenditures and furnitures, and a maximum of free time and enjoyable activities, with a job that provides me with enough cash to live, do the things I like, and put some on the side in case I do get old. But it's scary. It's really scary. Believe me. Suddenly, the question everybody's asking here in real life is, how can I get a girlfriend? How can I get laid? What will I do? What will become of my family if I lose my job? They lose all their importance. I find myself wondering why I should have to head to some places every day, whether I want to or not, whether it's interesting or not, when I could be doing some more enjoyable things. And no matter how much you love your work, there's always something more enjoyable to do. My PhD topic is somewhat interesting, but I'm pissed off by the office politics going on at my institute, even though it's a university. And you know what? If I leave or am made to leave, it doesn't matter because I only have myself to take care of. So a side effect of realizing that you'll never find a woman who will be thankful for the sacrifice you make for her is utter and total freedom. And freedom is huge and scary, and I can't handle it. I'm sticking with my position because, well, it's somewhat interesting, but mainly because I don't know what else to do. I've never been prepared for this, never been told that dreams can be reached and how to reach them. And another thing, and this is for you, Rolo, well, what about women now? I'm 25, I'm eligible, and every woman my age, even the nice, kind, beautiful, sweet, intelligent ones who give me serious attention, creep me out because I know what she's really after. The red pill makes you see that only people who love you for you... Uh, uh, and who, that truly love you for who you are as your parents, if you're lucky, and every other person in this world is going to expect something from an association with you, uh, with women expecting your life for it. This is why we cry so miserably when our parents die. I did when my mom died. It's the subconscious knowledge that no one will love us like they did. Be there for us like they were without expecting anything in return, simply because it was us. All my friends and family tell me, well, yes, bad things could happen to you, but you just have to find the right girl. In my eyes, all of them are insane. This isn't like having to take the right street in a peaceful German town where you'll get mugged. This is like walking around Johannesburg blindfolded. I'm not trying to fight the concepts. I see the truth, but I can bloody well be disgusted by the way the world works. So what about that giddiness I talked about? 
Well, feeling free makes you giddy. It makes you feel very giddy. The feeling that your life isn't planned out or that there's only one true possible path is positively exhilarating, but it's also scary. Eastwind finds himself on the cusp of something great, but at the same time scary is the first generation of game-aware men who are raised in a post-red pill internet culture. He's part of a generation of men coming to terms with the very disturbing reality that the still-evolving manosphere is presented for him, but he's still in a position of choosing how he'll use the awareness to plan his future life. There are going to be more men like Eastwind in the coming decade. Men asking, what's the point as they move into the prime of their lives? These are the guys who will truly be men going their own way unmotivated by life plans that were presented to him, but rather men reimagining those plans according to the unplugged reality they're now aware of. These are the men that the feminine imperative is threatened by, a vanguard of men who are aware of their real value to women in society and can make life-impacting choices free from the influence of the imperative. I understand the giddiness in that freedom, but I also understand the hostility that will be leveled at them by a feminized social mindset which can't afford to have these men making other men aware of their servitude by exemplifying red pill awareness in their life choices. The system will fight Eastwind in every arena, psychological, familial, sociological, financial, political. Every feminized aspect that can pull the crab back into the barrel will be used against them. The primary weapon of the female female imperative is male self-doubt. Doubt that he'll be able to craft a life by his plan. Doubt that he's wrong about the machinations of the imperative. Doubt in the certainty of, his, uh, certainty of his new awareness. Doubt that he'll ever experience love in his own context. Because once he doubts his certainty, once he doubts his power, this is when the imperative welcomes him back into a comfortable reality. Powerful stuff, guys. This is... Wow. Go read the full thing at the Rational Mail. All right, let's continue. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. But, that, but that's what we're saying. Like, I don't, but but most people... Opposite in the moment. Yeah, and girls need to be entertained every five seconds. Yeah. Accurate. Okay, so you have they do, bro. Hour in a relationship, day, you need to be a comedian, tired. a provider. <laughs> you need Indeed. to be adventurous, fun. Like, and she just needs to show up and be pretty. It's nice. not fair. Literally. That accurately describes... This is why relationships favor women, right? Because you as the man, you are the one that has to do more than her because women are hypergamous right women a woman wants a man who's superior to her in every way so you like if you're not that leader in the relationship then you're not like valued no it's true um and and he's right it isn't fair but life is not fair right life has a bias because again uh, sperm is cheap and eggs are expensive so that's literally that that's the definition of what he's talking about he has to you know demonstrate that he's a superior man every second and if he doesn't demonstrate that well then you know that that's it doesn't matter there's a guy who will right like set up a date or like yeah yeah, yeah. but like in general like i started going on fucking hinge dates and shit like that recently just like they got fucking nothing to talk about bro literally like, girls now like my they bro they talk about nothing mm. what, what, what that's been like that's been my dating experience like, jesus Lucky. christ bro like well here's the thing in 2022 these girls what are they doing they're watching tiktok they're watching instagram shorts they're watching youtube shorts they're just watching like one minute content their attention span is garbage they didn't read anything they didn't do anything they didn't think about anything i'm not talking about all the girls i'm talking about many of them the girls that have subscribed to this pop culture garbage and so they have nothing to talk about and they don't know how to be like women because they they have been brainwashed by womanism and so they're not feminine um, and they get so much attention from guys that they, they're entitled and arrogant and masculine acting. And also many are vapid 
so all they have is what their looks and their ability to do makeup that's not interesting that's not fun that's not enjoyable for guys to to listen to to talk to to interact with and so these guys just go okay i guess it's friends with benefits only then and that's it and the girl has no chance from the beginning it's just huh and yeah, just like, and she's it's like, a dating app. She's talking about like the energy connecting with her spirit and how like she's older and the wisdom is connecting. And oh, is she's she? like creating a ball with her hands and she's like 26. And I'm just like, oh, no, that's you're too old to be doing that. Ball of that's just like, again, it's just a clueless person, right? Like these, these people are like, again, on that mystical, magical stuff, like they're, they're clueless, right? That's not, that's not reality. But many women, right? If they're, if they're beautiful, they can live in this like woo woo reality that doesn't, that's, that doesn't exist right and uh you know because they're cushioned by everyone around them that just wants to get laid by her they never learn the truth of reality right they just live in like this fairy tale land where they can talk about this kind of stuff and still get you know relationships still get guys talking to them still get guys you know facilitating their reality that's that's the difference if a man is this clueless he gets nothing but if a girl is that clueless if she's pretty it doesn't matter that's that's 2022 but they all yeah, kind of believe that shit regardless they all believe in astrology and, they and all believe that they're is, special the girls all live in a movie in their head bro where they're the main character they don't do anything wrong they're morally good they're the star and these are side characters having main character well here's the thing if your girl is the main character in your life like it's over and Sneeko like by what he's talking about clearly the girl is the main character in his life not him no you're the main character and if she is not providing to your reality what you want, she can leave. It's not a big deal. Character syndrome is one of the most disturbing things. Jeez. I don't know if you've really met somebody like that, but I've, I've actually met someone who suffers don't from Don't you think like believing shit. in astrology is main character syndrome, that you're special no, based on the main, bigger... main character syndrome is like... <laughs> low key is, My personality is the stars. No, like, main, the main character up, syndrome is like, like you said, there's like a movie. Like you... you you walk in a situation already running in your mind what the script is almost going to look like. And who's and right and all, who's wrong. It's all, yeah, it's all. Have, have you ever met a girl who really took accountability for her actions? <laughs> Very rare in 2022. It exists, but it's rare. It exists. Yeah. Uh, yes. You're laughing. Have you, like, a girl who's really owned up to what she did? No, like, and, like even when she fucked up, no. like, I was drunk. No, nah, like, not on I, I was on my pier. I was just get it out of her. Huh? You had to push But that doesn't but count. She never, like, she that never said, like, you know what? I fucked up. No, if you got to beat it out of somebody, that doesn't count, bro. If you got to trap them until they have no choice but to admit their faults. They have to know they caught. A girl that's fucked just, up. That's yeah, not them not, owning up. That's not them being accountable. That's them having no option. That's them being sorry because they can't find another way. They that's have right. Accountability in the early stages. They, really don't they never, bro. Girls no. never take accountability. They, they're never. <laughs> they might be the least I, think, I think humans in general don't take accountability for. It. That's not true. Well, okay, not okay. Most humans don't. That's true. Women, most women, or many women, and eighty percent of men don't take accountability because I mean it's obvious, right? If you took accountability for your actions and worked on yourself and gen- genuinely tried to improve and were self-analytic, self-analytical, self-critical, y- you might have a chance to improve. Um, but again, these, these girls have their reality like cushioned. They don't have to self-improve. They don't have to, um, you know, take accountability. They don't have to take responsibility. They don't have to know the reality because they're what they're living in is just cushioned. It's like pillows all around, basically. Okay, the pillow fort reality. Uh, all right, let's uh, go to the Reddit post. This is on relationship advice. 
Uh, eight hours ago, posted. Girlfriend who's 29 years old would love an open relationship if I said yes. We've been together for three years now and we've discussed taking the next steps, but recently something happened which has made me very uneasy. So both big fans of White Lotus series and while watching it, we were discussing whether Cameron and Daphne have an open relationship or did they just cheat on each other while pretending to not notice what the other is doing. It was during this discussion that she said it'd be so much fun for them if they just agree to an open relationship. So I asked if she would like it and she said, sure, if I agree that she would have no objections to it and it will be fun. Now, I know people have open relationships and are happy in it, but I'm not one of them. I'm a simple guy who wants a monogamous relationship, and this disclosure from her has me now doubting our future. I don't want to get married and have kids, only to have this bomb dropped on me that my wife wants an open relationship. I just don't know what to do here, guys. I really like her and we're compatible in most regards, but this conversation has thrown a wrench in our situation. I'd really love some advice here, Reddit. I did not expect my year to end like this in turmoil. Yeah. If she says she's uh, looking for an open relationship, it means you're not number one in her eyes. You're number two. If you're number two, you shouldn't be in that relationship. So he's totally right. This just throws a wrench completely in the plans, sadly. All right, let's look at the top comment with 394 upvotes. Just a comment on the show. It's blindly obvious they just cheat on each other and pretend not to notice or they just don't tell. Cam says as much. They're definitely not open, quote unquote, in any way. On your personal situation, though, it's a tricky one. I don't necessarily think expressing that you would be open to having an open relationship is a killer the first time. But if you make it clear that you're monogamous and that's all you'll ever be, and they give you any pushback on it whatsoever, then yeah, I think your relationship is done. I don't think for me as someone who's wholly monogamous, there'd be any coming back from that. I'd have an honest chat with your girlfriend and express that you'll never, uh, sorry, you'd only ever be monogamous and see what her reaction is. For me, if her response is anything other than that's all good by me, that I move on as I don't think you're compatible. Uh, 139 upvotes. Idolizing their relationship is a massive red flag on their own. Hello, did you not watch the last episode? When she found out he potentially had bedroom fun with Harper, she was trying so hard to not cry. Who sees that and is like, yeah, I want to be emotionally devastated, but cover it up so I can be with a man who hates our kids. So fun. It's obvious she doesn't want to be in an open relationship and only does it to get revenge. Open or polyamorous relationships don't work unless both people are 3,000% sure that what they want, that's what they want, and they have very open and honest communication about feelings and boundaries. Uh, no. <laughs> open communication is not what makes relationships work, guys. Polarity is. And, um, like, if you're going to have an open relationship, you're not doing stuff in front of her. That will not work. You'll just trigger her pride and she'll want to gain revenge on you. Okay, guys? All right, we're going to end the video there. Again, if you're new to the channel, liking the content, hit that sub, hit all for notifications. Uh, if you'd like to support me, I do have a Patreon with exclusive content, patreon.com slash the Helios blog. It's for all the videos I can't post on YouTube. Just go there and subscribe to the um, Nebula tier. Again, uh, you could also drop me a donation like Tom M. Shout outs to him. Uh, thank you so much, guys, for taking the time out of your busy day to listen till the end of the video. I really do appreciate it, guys. You're wonderful. And I will see you next time.